LW, GPT-4 Predictions by Stephen McAleese. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, GPT-4 Predictions, published by Stephen McAleese on February 17, 2023 on Less Wrong. Introduction. GPT-4 is OpenAI's next major language model which is expected to be released at some point in 2023. My goal here is to get some idea of when it will be released and what it will be capable of. I also think it will be interesting in retrospect to see how accurate my predictions were. This post is partially inspired by Matthew Barnett's GPT-4 Twitter thread which I recommend reading. Background of GPT Models GPT-1, GPT-2, GPT-3 GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer and is a family of language models that were created by OpenAI. GPT was released in 2018, GPT-2 in 2019, and GPT-3 in 2020. All three models have used a similar architecture with some relatively minor variations, a dense, text-only, decoder transformer language model that's trained using unsupervised learning to predict missing words in its text training set. Instruct GPT, GPT GPT-3.5, Chat GPT. Arguably one of the biggest changes in the series in terms of architecture and behavior was the release of Instruct GPT in January 2022 which used supervised fine-tuning using model answers and reinforcement learning with human feedback where model responses are ranked in addition to the standard unsupervised pre-training. The GPT 3.5 models finished training and were released in 2022, and demonstrated better quality answers than GPT 3. In late 2022, OpenAI released ChatGPT which is based on GPT-3.5 and fine-tuned for conversation. When will GPT-4 be released? Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, was interviewed by Strictly VC in January 2023. When asked when GPT-4 would come out, he replied, it will come out at some point when we are confident that we can do it safely and responsibly. Metaculus predicts a 50% chance that GPT-4 will be released by May 2023 and a tilde 93% chance that it will be released by the end of 2023. It seems like there's still quite a lot of uncertainty here but I think we can be quite confident that GPT-4 will be released at some point in 2023. What will GPT-4 be like? Altman revealed some more details about GPT-4 at an AC-10 meetup Q&A he said. GPT-4 will be a text-only model like GPT-3. GPT-4 won't be much bigger than GPT-3 but will use much more compute and have much better performance. GPT-4 will have a longer context window. How capable will GPT-4 be? Scaling laws. According to the paper Scaling Laws for Neural Language Models, 2020, model performance as measured by cross-entropy loss can be calculated from three factors, the number of parameters in the model, the amount of compute used during training, and the amount of training data. There is a power-law relationship between these three factors and the loss. Basically, this means you have to increase the amount of compute, data, and parameters by a factor of 10 to decrease the loss by 1 unit, by 100 to decrease the loss by 2 units, and so on. The authors of the paper recommended training very large models on relatively small amounts of data and recommended investing compute into more parameters over more training steps or data to minimize loss as shown in this diagram. For every 10x increase in compute, the paper approximately recommends increasing the number of parameters by 5x, the number of training tokens by 2x, and the number of serial training steps by 1.2x. This explains why the original GPT-3 model and other models such as Megatron and PyLM were so large. However, the new scaling laws from DeepMind's 2022 paper Training Compute Optimal Language Models instead emphasize the importance of training data for minimizing loss. Instead of prioritizing more parameters, 
the paper recommends scaling the number of parameters and training tokens equally. DeepMind originally trained a large 280B parameter model named Gopher but then found a 70B model named Chinchilla trained on 4x as much training data performed better using the same compute budget. Chinchilla also outperformed other larger models such as GPT-3. Given a fixed compute budget, the Chinchilla paper describes how to calculate the optimal number of parameters and training tokens for the model. These two parameters can then be used to calculate the optimal loss. Therefore, we can predict GPT-4's performance by first estimating the amount of compute it will use in training, then the number of parameters and training tokens it will use during training, and finally the model's loss. Training Compute Of training compute, tokens, and parameters, compute is generally the most expensive factor and therefore arguably the most significant constraint on model performance. GPT-3 Training Compute Training GPT-3 required 3.14 E23 flop according to Epica I's dataset. The GPT-3 paper large language models are few shot learners, 2020, doesn't say much about the training process except all models were trained on V100 GPUs on part of a high bandwidth cluster provided by Microsoft. The V100 GPU was released by NVIDIA in 2017. It has a single precision, FP32, performance of 14 flop S, teraflops per second, and a tensor performance of 114 flop S, 8x theoretical speedup, when tensor cores are used though in reality, the speedup is usually lower. Another limitation is that mixed precision, FP16, needs to be used to make use of these tensor cores. GPT-3 was trained with half-precision, FP16, so the training process was probably accelerated using tensor cores. An experiment by Deep Speed in 2020 that involved training the BERT language model achieved 66th flop S per V100 GPU, 4.7x speedup. Assuming that each V100 GPU contributed about 60 flop S during the GPT-3 training process, then training the model on one GPU would have taken about 165 years. If the training process actually took about 30 days, then OpenAI would have needed about 2000 V100 GPUs for training. AI Training Supercomputers Since the V100 GPU, NVIDIA has released the A100 GPU, May 2020, which has 3x better performance than the V100, and the H100, release date, early 2023, which has 4x better performance than the A100 for language modeling tasks. I'm going to assume that GPT-4 mostly uses A100S for training since the A100 is already released. The A100 has 19.5 flop S of FP32 performance and 312 flop S when using FP16, half precision, with tensor cores which is about 3x higher than the V100. Assuming tilde 50% utilization, each A100 can contribute about 150 flop S. NVIDIA has a product named DGX A100 which combines 8 A180 gigabytes GPUs. A DXB SuperPod combines 140 DXB A100 nodes, 1120 A100 GPUs. In 2020, NVIDIA combined 4 DXB Super PODs to create a 560 node, 4480 A100, supercomputer named Selene. According to Microsoft's Megatron Turing NLG paper, 2021, each A100 GPU can deliver up to about 160 flop S. Therefore, Selene's total computing capacity for AI training is about 700 flop S. When it was created, it was also the seventh fastest computer in the world because of its ability to do 63 flop S of high-performance computing. In May 2020, around the release date of GPT-3, Microsoft announced that it created a new AI training supercomputer exclusively for OpenAI. The supercomputer had about 285,000 CPUs and 10,000 GPUs and it ranked in the top 5 supercomputers in the world.
assuming that it used a similar architecture to NVIDIA's Selene supercomputer, A100S, then it would have 1,250 DGX A100 nodes which are equivalent to about 9 DXB Super PODs. Microsoft trained its large 530B parameter Turing NLG language model using Selene. In the paper, they also described how they trained models of different sizes from 1.7B parameters to 1T parameters. The paper introduced a formula for calculating the training time for a model. Where T is the number of training tokens, P is the number of parameters, N is the number of GPUs and X is the number of TFLOP S per GPU. They used this formula to calculate how long it would take to train GPT-3 using A100 GPUs. T equals 300B, P equals 175B, N equals 1024 and X equals 140 TFLOP S. They calculated that it would take 34 days to train GPT-3 using 1,024 A100 GPUs which would cost about $2 million assuming that each A100 costs about $3 per hour. In March 2022, NVIDIA announced a new supercomputer named EOS which uses 4,608 H100 GPUs and was expected to begin operating in late 2022 though I'm not sure if it's actually been built yet. Assuming that each H100 is 4x faster than an A100 GPU then EOS should have a performance of about 3 FLOP S. GPT-4 Training Compute GPT-3 used about 200 times more training compute than GPT-2. Training GPT-3 in 30 days would require a supercomputer with about 120 FLOP S such as a cluster of 2000 V100 GPUs. In theory, Selene could train GPT-3 in 5 days and EOS in just 1 day. If OpenAI wanted to maximize the amount of compute they used for training GPT-4, they would maximize the number of GPUs used in training and the total training time. If they had 10,000 A100 GPUs with 160 flop S per A100 then the total compute of this system would be 1.6 flop S. To reach 1 flop S, 6,250 A100 GPUs would be required. I created a simple squiggle model to estimate GPT-4's training compute. From the model, the 25%, 50%, and 75% percentile values for the training supercomputer are 580 PLOP S, 880 PLOP S, and 1.3 FLOP S. For the total compute, the 25%, 50%, and 75% percentile values are 3.2 E24 FLOP, 5.63 E24 FLOP, and 9.7 E24 FLOP. 5.63 E24 FLOP is about 18 times more compute than what was used to train GPT-3. In the following chart, I add GPT-4 to Epica Eyes visualization. Although GPT-4 will almost certainly use more compute than previous models it seems like the increase in compute over time is slowing down somewhat. Though if GPT-4 is trained using H100 GPUs in addition to standard A100 GPUs, then we can expect the total compute to be even higher. Model parameters. As mentioned earlier, Sam Altman stated that GPT-4 won't be much bigger than GPT-3. This makes sense because according to the chinchilla scaling laws, GPT-3 was undertrained. Therefore, compute, and especially data, not parameters, seem to be the bottleneck for improving performance. The chinchilla paper calculated the relationship between compute, parameters, and training tokens using three different methods resulting in three tables that show the optimal amount of training flop and training tokens given certain model sizes. The first table is shown in the paper and the other two are in the appendix. Here is the first table. The following table shows the average values of the three tables. Parameters, compute, 
Tokens 400M1.99E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E199E
GPT-3 had 175B parameters and was trained with 3.14E23 flop of compute and 300B tokens. For GPT-4 I'm going to assume that it has 175B parameters and is trained on 4T tokens. Here are the loss values for several models. Model Nemendlosked 117M1B3.6644GPT21.5B15B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5715B2.5
8192 tokens. Emergent capabilities. In addition to more predictable improvements in capabilities, language models can suddenly gain unexpected new emergent capabilities. Emergent capabilities are those that are present in large models but mostly absent from smaller models. For example, the GPT-3 paper showed that language models can rapidly become much better at addition and other forms of calculation as they are scaled up. Similarly, GPT-4 could have unexpected new capabilities. Conclusion. In conclusion, I expect GPT-4 to be very impressive but probably not an AGI. As Sam Altman said in the Strictly VC interview, we don't have an actual AGI and that's sort of what's expected of us. Will the performance gap between GPT-4 and GPT-3 be as large as the gap between GPT-3 and GPT-2? GPT-3 used 200 times more compute than GPT-2 but I predict that GPT-4 will only use about 20 times more compute than GPT-3. GPT-4 probably won't be much larger than GPT-3 but will instead improve by being trained on many more training tokens. GPT-2's loss was 2.5, GPT-3's was 2.0 and I predict that GPT-4 will have a loss of about 1.9 based on this information. Therefore, based on this information it seems unlikely that GPT-4 will be better than GPT-3 in the same way that GPT-3 was better than GPT-2. However, GPT-4 could still be as impressive as GPT-3 was compared to GPT-2 for other reasons. One reason is that GPT-3 could be on the threshold of being highly disruptive for some capabilities. GPT-3 excelled at writing but its quality of writing wasn't quite human level given that people can distinguish text generated by GPT-3 better than chance. For example, The Guardian published an article that was written by GPT-3 but it was edited by humans. But this could change for GPT-4 which will have a lower loss and longer context length. I expect GPT-4 to excel at writing as GPT-3 has and it could be disruptive if it can generate text that is indistinguishable from human text. With GPT-4, we might see the first AI model to be convincingly human level at writing blog posts without human editing. GPT-4 could also be highly capable at programming. Another way GPT-4 could be very disruptive is if it achieves a large leap in capabilities via emergent capabilities. Even though GPT-3 was only trained on next word prediction, it developed unexpected capabilities such as the ability to learn on the fly from prompts, in-context learning, arithmetic, and code generation. Similarly, GPT-4 could gain many qualitatively different capabilities that are hard to predict in advance. If GPT-4 has many emergent capabilities, then the advancement from GPT-3 to GPT-4 and overall change in impressiveness could be as large as the difference between GPT-2 and GPT-3. GPT-3 uses the exact same architecture as GPT-2 except it used alternating dense and locally banded sparse attention patterns in the layers of the transformer, similar to the sparse transformer which reduces the context length to memory ratio from ON2 to ONN. NVIDIA claims that Selene can reach 2.8 FLOP but that's Selene's theoretical performance using structural sparsity. Without sparsity, the performance is half that and half again given that typical GPU utilization is only 50%. 2800, 4 equals 700. When training dense models. Chinchilla's wild implications by Nostalgebraist explains the formula well. Massive multitask language understanding. I wrote this post myself but imagine for a moment if it had been generated by a language model without any editing. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.